So let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. Let's don't perfect it. Let's practice it. Because if you don't practice, you don't perform. This is Happy Life Studios. This message is for you. This message is for you. This message is singular to you. It's not for anybody else. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to get. It's not hard to understand. Hey, are you happy? Now that's a great question. Does the sun set high? Does the sun set high? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. What's up, Happy Lifers? Welcome to Happy Life Studios. Actually, you're, I should say, welcome to Happy Life Studios Mobile. Uh, You're road tripping with Steve-O again. Uh, I apologize for not getting uh, podcasts out on the last couple Mondays. I'm back. I have been uh, very busy, and I've been out of town. I've been home for two days. That's the most I've been home. And normally I have a whole bunch of podcasts that are in queue that need to be edited, and I'm out of them. Last time I visited Tony at Camp Daniel, we, re- we usually record a bunch for times like this. And um, the last time I went there, he was sick, so we couldn't record anymore. And uh, so I apologize for that. I, I, I know I'm apologizing and then making excuses. I just want to let you know that I wasn't sitting here being lazy, um, that you guys are on my heart and my mind. I just haven't had the time to record one or the place to record it. In fact, right now I'm recording it in a library in Southern California and I had to get a a library card from them and then I rented a room. I think it's kind of interesting too because the room is in the teen center, which, you know, I've been working with youth for 30 years. So I finally got a week here where I've got some happy use going on and I've got some time this week to record and so I'm going to try to knock a couple out. I only have a half hour in this room before I need to give it up. So I'll get right into into what I want to talk about. So I just wanted to apologize for not uh, getting those podcasts out to you. It's funny. I said I want to get right into it, and then immediately I go somewhere else. <laughs> Squirrel, uh, welcome to my brain. You know, it's really important to me to get my podcast out to you every Monday morning. I get them out really early. If you live on the East Coast, you might not think it's that early because it's 8 o'clock, but I post them at 5 o'clock my time uh, on the West Coast, and I don't really want to put it out at 4 o'clock. I don't want people getting notifications at 4 o'clock in the morning. 5 is already pushing it. But I want to get it out to you right away on Monday morning so you can start your week off strong because we believe that if you start your week happy, the odds of you finishing your week happy are way higher. If you start something strong, the odds of continuing strong or finishing strong are much higher. If you start something weak, then you've got to build momentum to get up to the point where you're just at ground zero. So I know the best time to put out podcasts, they say, is on Tuesdays and all that stuff, but I'm not like everybody else. And for me, it's not about getting a whole bunch of followers and listeners. For me, it's about helping those who are interested in getting help to, to become happier, to live a happier life, to help other people be happier. So it's important for me to get out. And, and, and normally, I, I really make it a priority not to miss, and I just haven't been able to pull it off. I mean, I can't tell you how many Sunday nights I work into the wee hours of the morning to make sure that I'm able to finish it. And uh, it usually takes me one to two days to record a podcast and edit it so I can play it for you guys. And I just have not had that space or that time to do both of those. And I had no one cue that I could edit and get out to you. So 
So I apologize for that, but that's why I'm putting this one out right now. And I'm going to see if I can record another one before my time is up here. But I, I did get a bonus podcast out to you. Tony and I were able to pull one off um, on Valentine's Day. And we talked about a scripture that I wanted to talk about that Bible verse a little bit more. Uh, it was a great Bible verse. And it's in First John chapter 3, verse 18, that says, My dear children, and this was for Valentine's Day, so it fit perfectly. It talked about, let's not just talk about love. But let's practice real love. This is the only way we'll know we're living truly, living in God's reality. It's also the way to shut down debilitating self-criticism. Notice the debilitating here, cutting, taking ourselves out isn't coming from the outside. It's coming from the inside. We often take ourselves out with self-criticism. And the way to stop doing that is to love others, is to practice real love. That's what shuts down debilitating self-criticism. And then it goes back to the Bible verse that says, even when there is something to it, and oftentimes there is something to our criticism, um, but we take it out of out of whack. We, we go too far with it. And we beat ourselves up a little bit too much. And I, I believe, you know, to, to make someone happy, uh, you, you become happy yourself when you make someone happy. But I also believe the opposite is true. To make someone else happy, you have to be happy. I mean, if, if I'm not full of happy and joy, it's hard for me to spread something that I don't have myself personally. And so I think that it's interesting. He's talking about practicing love here, but then he talks about um, that's a way to shut down debilitating self-criticism. And if we're criticizing ourselves, if we don't love ourselves, we're going to have a hard time loving other people. I've never met a bully in all the school assemblies I've done over the years and all the 30 plus years I've worked with teenagers. I've never met a bully that liked themselves. And uh, we tend to project on other people how we feel about ourselves. I mean, that's a hard, hard pill to swallow because the people that bother me, I don't want to think about, well, that's because it's in you. I mean, I remember one go- time going to my wife going, what is wrong with our son? He was, he was like four years old at the time. And it was one of those, he didn't hit terrible twos. He had, he had the tough fours, you know, and, and it had been six months of just pushing my buttons. And she looked up at me while she was working at the computer. And she said, oh, he's just like you. And she had no idea the degree that that tagged me. Cause I always thought like, I never bothered people and I found come to find out yeah I do sometimes and and sometimes you know the things that bother us about other people are stuff that we're really it's a mirror of what's really going inside of us that's why that stuff tends to bother us which is also why we tend to marry people that are a lot quite a bit different than us because we attracted to that anyway I I find it interesting that you know in the scripture talks about you got to practice love not just talk about it and then it it says that's how you get rid of self-criticism if I have self-criticism, I am not going to really practice love, but I'm not going to practice love if I have self-criticism and vice versa. So it's a catch-22 there. And um, so what we really need to do here, the, the part I want to tag on the scripture is he says, let's practice love. I was talking to a happy lifer uh, last week, and I was coaching them a little bit uh, on a situation in their life. And they just kept coming back and saying, but I can't do that. I'm not very good at that. And I kept asking them because that's what I do. I ask, I, I'm here to help make people ponder. And that's why life coaching is so great for me because that's what a coach does. A coach just asks you the questions. The answers are already inside you. You just need somebody to help pull them out of you. And so I, I said, how do you, she said, she's not very good at what she does. And I said, well, then how do you know, you know, how do you get good at it? I had to keep asking that question until she came up with the answer, you got to practice. I mean, we say we're not good at something because we're not good at it. We're not good at it because we say we're not good at it. What that means is, is if I say I'm not good at it, I'm not going to try it. And if I don't try it, I'm never going to get good at it. You get good at something when you practice it. 
That's why he says here, he doesn't say love perfectly. He says practice real love. He doesn't just say love people. He says to practice loving people. There's not a thing that we can't learn somehow to do if we just practice. I was at a, at a retreat of a bunch of middle schoolers, and something came out of my mouth that I thought was really good that I want to talk about today that goes right along with this. And I, as I was talking to them, I said, if you don't practice, you don't perform. If you don't practice, you don't perform. If you practice poorly, you perform poorly. But if you don't practice, your performance becomes your practice. Does that make sense? I mean, when you're with a team, you're practicing. Then when you go out on the field, then you play, then you perform. But if you don't practice, then your performance actually becomes your practice. It's you figuring out where each person is supposed to be on the field or on the court. It's, it's you figuring out how your muscles are supposed to work a certain way. And your performance actually becomes your practice. So when we tell ourselves that self-debilitating, self-criticism, and we tell ourselves we can't do something, then we don't do it. And when we don't do it, we don't learn how to do it. Does that make sense? So when we tell ourselves that we can do it, we, we begin to practice it. You don't, it, it's, it. The Bible here isn't telling you to get perfect in love, to be better than other people in love. It just says practice real love. Not the fake love, not the love where you've got to love somebody because they loved you back, but real love where I love you whether you love me back or not. I don't love you to get something from you because that's, that's, I believe that's manipulation. If I'm doing something to get something from somebody else, that can be bordering on manipulation if it isn't all out manipulation. I don't love somebody, don't love somebody so that they will respond back and don't love somebody and then wait for their reaction. Like, well, I did this for them. They didn't do anything back. Give a gift to get nothing in return, if you know what I mean. I mean, love somebody without expecting something back. That's real love. And you don't have to be good at it. You practice it. Part of practicing it is finding out how they love people because that's their love language. And so it's easier for us to love people the way we like to love people. Like I'm a words encouragement kind of guy. That's why podcasting is so great for me because I love to talk, right? But my wife is an acts of service kind of person. And I had to start realizing that, that I need to start when I come home from a trip and she's been single mom in it for a couple of weeks, sometime after this trip, it'll be probably be about a month that she'll be single mom in it. Um, when I come home from that, I, I try to step up and do all the laundry. I, I tried. I didn't say I did it. I said I try. Okay. And I, I try to do the, the dishwasher because I know how important a clean sink is to her. I know how important, how she loves it when she opens up the dishwasher and it's all clean and all the dishes are out versus it all piled high. And so I practice loving her in her love language. I'm not great at acts of service. I'm good at at encouraging people, but I'm not really good at acts of service. Um, So I have to practice that. And how do you practice it? You just keep doing it. You just keep doing it. Then you get feedback from the coach, right? So if you're trying to love somebody, you you do it. And then am I, how, how is it working with them? Did a smile appear on their face? I talked with another happy lifer uh, last week. It was in one of our happy yous, actually. And they're living with their mother-in-law. And she started practicing her, she noticed her mother-in-law loves loves organization and she loves to clean. And so she started going into her pantry and just started cleaning it all out, sort of organizing it. And she noticed that when her mother-in-law went to the pantry that her, her spirit lifted, that she was much more up. And so she was practicing loving in that other person's love language. So last podcast on Valentine's Day, we talked about when you do that, you get rid of that self-hatred and you start loving yourself. So if you, have a, if you struggle liking yourself, loving yourself, the best thing you can do is to practice love and you practice on, on other people. Don't just practice it upon yourself, practice it on other people, and then you will start loving yourself. So my dear children, 
1 John 3.18. 1 John is in the Bible. It's one of the last books of the Bible. It's near the very end. It says, my dear children, let's not just talk about love. Let's practice real love. Let's don't perfect it. Let's practice it. Because if you don't practice, you don't perform. If you don't practice, your performance becomes your practice. I just, I just love that concept of let's practice that real love. This is the only way we'll know we're living truly, living in God's reality. And so God loves you. He's got a plan for your life. But the best way to live your life is in that plan, is in the one who made you, who created you. The Bible says that God is the one who makes me glad. I will rejoice for he has made me glad. And so if you want to live in God's reality, if you, that which is true reality, because he's God, he made the universe, right? If you want to live in that reality, then practice real love which isn't about you getting love back. It's about you giving love away. I hope that helped you. I hope that'll help you love yourself more. And imagine if we all started practicing love, we don't have to worry about perfecting it because sometimes we won't perform it if we don't think we can get it right. But it's not about performing it. He didn't say perform real love. He said to practice it. And if we keep practicing it, there's nothing that, that if we don't keep practicing, we won't get better at. So if we keep practicing love, we are going to get really good at love. And when we get good at love, we're going to get good and happy. We're gonna, our life is not only going to be happier, but all the lives around us are going to be happier as well. So who is it that you can practice some real love on today? Let's go do it. Steve A's.